Welcome to the Authentic Dentist Podcast. Join Dr. Allison House of House Dental in Scottsdale and Sean Zayas, founder of Zana, a company helping dentists extend their care beyond the chair as they lead dentists deeper along the journey of authenticity to reach greater fulfillment in their professional lives and to deliver remarkable patient experiences. At the core of the authentic dentist is a belief that the answer to the current challenges in dentistry is dentists discovering that their greatest asset and point of differentiation is their personal brand and that forming that brand out of their authentic selves is the best strategy for success in dentistry today. Hey guys, this is Sean and Dr. Allison House with the Authentic Dentist Podcast. And today, um, we're going to talk about some exciting stuff. Specifically, when do you know it's the best time to hire a coach? Like when you're at that that point, uh, it's been interesting because I think what you said, it's been almost 15 years since you've really made a, a large, like a large, large, large investment into yourself. And now you kind of find yourself um, at that place, place again. So what, what are you going through? So I made a lot of investments in myself, in my practice, but not, but not like a coach for just me. So um, like I bought a Sarek and I bought all this equipment for $250,000 in 2021. Um, I went to a lot of continuing educations that have cost me 5,000, 10,000. I mean, this is, this feels like a significant, but I'm thinking about hiring a coach and it's going to cost me about $60,000 for a year. And that just seems like a huge amount of money to invest in myself, not, not my business so much, but in myself in clinical and practice management. And, and I mean, it does, right? Like on all accounts. It sounds like it's a lot of money, and I think it is a lot of money. So, I mean, right off the bat, it's like, you know, you're you're kind of factoring in all these things. Like, you're you're still going to be practicing what, ten, twelve years? That's what I'm thinking. Probably ten, twelve years. So you're thinking, okay, this investment of sixty thousand dollars into you in one year. I mean, it doesn't need to have a crazy return to bring that back. Even even just within three years, like no. Like, like, do you know what I mean? I've actually never had a coach or a piece of equipment that it wasn't, it wasn't worth it in the long run. The first year is always terrible, but it's always been worth it in the long run. I've learned something. I've gleaned something that made my practice better, my team better, or me better from everything I've ever done. So that's a good thing. And so I should be willing to do this, but it's, it just feels scary. You know, but, but as we were talking, Allison, as someone that's not clinical, right? I'm I'm just in a business lane. Um, the calculation was so much simpler for me to be like, oh gosh, like sixty thousand dollars. Like, what would I a what would I get for that? Um, you you know, it has to be a very specific. Like, oh, someone's going to teach me a different model that I absolutely need, or or it has to be some very specific things. And I realized, like, well, as a clinician, there's constantly the I need a, a few gaps filled in on the clinical side, but also where the clinical side interfaces with um, some some process and some best practice on the business side with my team. Uh, and then it goes back into clinical. Like, I feel like it jumps back and forth. So it's a little harder to qualify what it is because clinical clinical training, especially for someone that's as, as advanced as you, it's probably very nuanced. It, it is very nuanced. And I, I have tried to keep up and take in all these classes, but you know how you, you go and you learn a new clinical thing, 
but then you can't seem to implement it into your practice because you've realized, okay, I'm missing some kind of equipment. So you buy the equipment and then you find your team doesn't understand what you're talking about. So they're not talking to patients about it. So there's, there's these gaps where you've learned something and you can't seem to get it implemented. And it's, it's just frustrating. And so there are a couple of places in my practice where I've done that and I can't seem to get the ball rolling and I don't know how. And I've gone and I've talked to other dentists and some of them are like, we're not doing that at all. If we don't even know what you're talking about. And some of them are like, well, this is so simple. We have a fee-for-service model, which I don't have. So how do I- Not entirely. Not entirely. We have a couple insurances we're still contracted with. So how do I, how do I make this happen in my particular practice? And there doesn't seem to be a cookie cutter way to do it. (laughs) It's going to have to be customized. And I'm, I can't do it. I mean, I've been trying for the last two years to really make some of these things happen and I can't. Frustrates me. And I feel like there's different like tiers. Um, If you go to an event, it almost seems like, Hey, here's what you, you need to know. Um, And we're really going to cover it at a high level. That's almost like it whets your appetite, but it's almost like practically useless. Um, Like I said, you can glean a little bit. You can take something home from it, but you can never implement it in the way that they talk about it because your practice is unique. If, if you're a private practice, your practice is unique. Even if you're a DSO, still you bring yourself to the practice. So it's, it's just never going to be a cookie cutter because we're not cookie cutter. Patients are not cookie cutter. It's, it's gotta be kind of designed for you and your flow and how you want to do things. Oh, and I, and I like that a lot that you're saying, like, it really has to be specific. And I think any coach that's worth anything knows, Hey, I might have frameworks and general understandings that I think work, but it's how I tailor them to your situation, to your clientele, to your practice, to the challenges that you have. And that's where I'm. I'm really excited for you. Um, you know, and obviously not to paint some like picture of like you've, you've used lots of discretion and, and discernment, like right off the bat, you know, to people that might be listening, like this was someone at an event that was vetted um, in, in a community where there's lots of trust. Like, it's not like you just found some random $60,000 coach off the internet and you're like, Hey, let me jump off. No, no, that's not what happened. Um, this person used to work at Spears. Um, they've been at Panky. So they're in my, my sphere of my philosophy of practice. And they've, I've talked to people that they've worked with and they've, he's elevated the practice. So I, I do feel good that this person can really help me and fill in the gaps that I need. And that's a big piece of it too. You have to vet a coach that's going to work for you. Um, there are some coaches that absolutely tick me off and I can't deal with them, but other people love them. And so you have to have that connection too. So you've got to, there's a lot of pieces to this. It's not just the money. And then there's the time. I mean, I have a, a worksheet of how much time we're talking about. I'm, like, I'm going to have to schedule all this time in order to grow, which you always do, but it still, it seems daunting to think about. Well, and I know when I was looking at the, the structure of it, the fact that it's 12 months and that's kind of what you're committing to, there's a part of that that, that seems a little scary. Uh, it's not a test drive. Nope. <laughs> you, you know, it's not like a 30 days, see if it's a fit. Um, and that's where I think checking all those boxes of making sure you trust them, the community has vetted them. You know, there's other people that have vetted them uh, is incredibly important. Have you ever had 
um, a bad experience with a coach or um, some sort of training where, I don't know, maybe you took someone's word or you didn't find out that, like, like I'm just curious, or have you heard a story even from someone that's had a horror story? I mean, I've heard lots of horror stories. Um, I've only had a, I guess I've had a couple of situations where I feel like this wasn't the right coach for me. Um, I would go to a continuing education. They would seem great. I hired them and I, I learned from every one of them because there's always something to be learned from everyone, but it didn't click. Like it wasn't somebody that I, I felt like they were really who I needed at the time. Um, and yeah, so that happens and that sucks because it's money that you've poured in, but you always, if if you look, there's always something you can learn. Yeah. And I think that takes the, a little bit of the fear out of it. Um, but I know when it comes to um, constraint on time, constraint on opportunity, you you want it to be a, the biggest bang for your buck, right? You know, you don't want to be like a year in and be like, oh man, I could have had a better year with someone else that was more aligned or a better fit. And that's why I think the due diligence that you've done is, is quite remarkable. Um, but there also just must be that like excitement of like, man, it just feels like looking into next year, this opportunity, yeah, right? Yeah. I can't help but think you and I took a class. Do you remember we, we went on a cruise and that experience wasn't a great experience for me because I, I got into the room and I listened to the lecture and I felt like it wasn't, it wasn't actually fulfilled. Like there was this outline, but there weren't, when I ask a question that had no answer and I, that drives me crazy. So I'm, I think I'm more cautious because of that kind of situation and again, I still learned a lot, but I, I discovered that that person didn't know as much as I had hoped that they would know. Yeah. And, and that's where, um, it, it is frustrating when someone starts painting a picture, but then when you ask for the support or you ask for more of the like, Hey, just credibility questions. I need to know, can I actually invest in this, put stock in it? And all of a sudden you're like, Oh, doesn't, ex doesn't exactly add up. Um, that's supposed to be a caution. And I, I think that's where I honor you for your ability to, to see that. Um, so you're on the cusp of doing this. It seems probably scary, exciting. Um, you know, there's one thing I've heard about, like the marketplace typically will never value an individual or service higher than, than you value it yourself. So meaning what I mean by that is like, if you were a coach, the the marketplace doesn't just automatically say, oh, well, Allison deserves X. Like you have to actually say, this is what I deserve. This um, is what I'm worth. This is what I'm worth. Do you feel, I don't know, like if, if you were supposedly getting an amazing coach and all they charged was $5,000 for the year, I think subconsciously you probably also feel like this probably is not one of the best coaches. I mean, you're right. Absolutely. So and, and that's true in dentistry too. I mean, think about it. If you charge $100 for that denture, does somebody value it the same as they do if you paid $2,000 for the denture? There, there is a, there's a psychological piece for what you pay for something, how you feel about it. And so, yeah, this feels like a lot of money. So my expectations are very, very high. And also I will put more into it because I paid so much. Because if I paid $1,000 for it, I'd be like, eh, I don't need to take these phone calls. I don't need to do this. I'll just, and at the end, then I'll be upset with him. <laughs> and that's not, that's not a good idea. So there probably does have to be a psychological, this is a big investment. 
and this person is worth it because they have the credentials, they should be making this kind of money. So you saying yes to something, do you feel like that means at some point next year because of bandwidth that, I don't know, you're going to have to reallocate some other, other things to kind of make room for this or is it? Oh yeah. I mean, that's a reality. That's real in your life too, isn't it? If you, if you take something on, something else has to give because we're busy people. Well, but that's the thing with me is that sometimes, um, my week just fills to almost like the demands that are put on me and they might not be a lot of demands. So I might wander more or be a little more aimless. And then all of a sudden, uh, a week that's really urgent and there's a lot of stuff I somehow rise to it because you have to keep in mind, I'm not meeting patients. I don't have a set schedule in that sense. And, and I do think that that's such a difference from everyone else to, to our lives because like my day is scheduled. I know what time I have to get there. I know who's going to arrive at nine o'clock. I know my whole day until this time, until four o'clock is going to be like this. It is all filled. And when it's not filled, then there's hygiene and there's, I mean, so my, my, my days are different than like your days or my husband's days because it, it's filled in a different way. So when you're talking about bandwidth, now you want me to take an hour out of my practice? That sounds insane. Oh my God, an hour every other week? But that's also how I have to grow. But that also leads to our conversations about burnout where we're like, hey, is there still enough margin in my life? Um, now I imagine... I imagine these sessions are going to be pretty life-giving, um, but they also might be overwhelming. Like, I, I don't know. Hopefully a good coach doesn't do something where it's like, you know, it's just all slammed on you and you're like, oh my God, this is exciting and overwhelming at the same time and I can't keep track. I don't believe that's probably going to happen. Um, but I know with me, a lot of the times when I get empowered, if I don't apply it right away or or don't successfully apply it, I get over. I get overwhelmed by the fact that I'm like, oh, there's this potential, there's this opportunity, but I'm not, I'm not utilizing it. Yeah. Um, so I know, I'm sure you're going to be. I think a good coach pays attention. Yeah. I'm back to my weightlifting metaphors. <laughs> because my dad would never just hand somebody a weight and say, go lift it. You know, and here's the video and here's a hundred things you have to do. It's, it, there's pieces. And I have hired a coach at the very beginning of my career who just like threw a bunch of stuff at me and didn't have me do the small pieces to build up. And I was completely overwhelmed. I was able to implement it, but it, it wasn't in a week. It was a year in order to do it. And I only had her for like a month. <laughs> so that was, I don't like to take a drink from a, uh, what is it? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's too much water. It's too much. I can't just ingest that much at one time. Now, just really quick to go back to kind of the beginning of this. So this isn't some, something where, or, or maybe it was, um, when you met this individual, was it something where you were like, oh my gosh, like in the back of my mind, I've been having these conversations with myself of like, oh, I feel like there's something missing. Oh, there's this frustration because I feel like there's opportunity that I'm not getting to seize or treatments that I'm referring out that I could probably be doing if only A, B, and C. Um, were you kind of already like, were you having those conversations in your head, kind of thinking through that? And if so, for how long? I feel like everybody at the top of their game has coaches. Like you can't really get yourself to where you want to go without somebody helping you. You can't just read your way. You're going to have to have somebody help you. And I met this person a year ago at a continuing education and I told them everything I was dealing with. 
And they said, well, I'm a coach, but I don't have any opportunity until next year. So we can talk occasionally, but I can't really coach you until next November, which here we are. So it's been a year that I've been waiting to do this. So that's another piece. There's been a, an anticipation. I'm excited about it. With, but when you get the bill, you're suddenly like, ooh. And, and that's probably true with anything. You get the bill and you think, oh, I've been waiting for this, but I'm a little scared. Ultimately, yes, I think I'm going to do this. It makes sense. I don't know how I can get to the next level without it. I just don't. But that's, that's kind of what I'm curious about. So you kind of have already distilled, there is opportunity for me that lies beyond what I'm currently capable to do as is. And there's enough gaps that if those get filled, I will be able to show up the way you want to at the level that you want to. Because ultimately, ultimately $60,000 invested for a year of coaching is going to empower and elevate your ability as a clinician to provide better care. Um, And that, I mean, that's got to feel good. Uh, I think it's going to feel good for your team to be like, And that's true too. I mean, my team loves it when I invest in them and I have not done a good job of that the last year. So I, I do need to start investing a little bit more in them because the world is changing quickly and you never want to be the person with the paper charts and the silver points. (laughs) You know, you, you need to move forward and that does include investing in your team. And that's, that's part of the coaching. So how does this feel different as you're about to make a decision than maybe a decision in the past that you felt in hindsight, you knew wasn't right? It does feel like it's a better fit. This person's been vetted. And so I think if I was to tell my younger self something, definitely vet. And when it doesn't feel good, don't do it. The other thing I can't help but think is the only way forward. You know, the only way forward is that accountability. I hired a personal trainer to work with me because my daughter was getting married in 2022. And, you know, just the fact that they showed up and made me do things that I didn't want to do affected my physique, it affected my body and then affected my mind. So yeah, I think you just, you have to do some things, even though it's scary. And sometimes you just got to take the leap. Thank you for listening to the Authentic Dentist Podcast. To join Allison and Sean on this journey, hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. Here's to your success. Express yourself fully. Live authentic. Authentic.